Hello, and welcome to Some of the Answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you find a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week, we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. So join us as we share our thoughts, ideas, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. Okay, well, welcome back to some of the answers. Um, If you've been following our podcast, you know that last episode, we talked a lot about setting an intention. So now here you are. You've done that. You've created intentions. Maybe it's an intention for your week, your month, your year, maybe for a particular relationship or activity you're in. And now what? So, you know, there's that famous quote about intentions, Mm -hmm. which is that the road to hell is paved in good intentions. That's right. Um, Because, as we mentioned last time, you know, having an intention is great and having an intention alone won't get you the result. Right. So we have to go beyond just having the intention and then look at now what do we do? Mm-hmm. Right. And do being the operative word there. So we talked about in the last episode about the world of be, do, have. So if be is the intention, then this episode about goals and games is the do. This session is really about the doing, like you said, and this is going to be great for those of you who love the nuts and bolts, yes. and the nitty gritty. Tell me how to do what I want to do. Right. This is for you. Right. Like I get that I need to be free or be powerful or be rooted or be whatever that is, but how do I actually do it? That's right. Right. I want to make a million dollars. Tell me how. That's right. Yes. So we're not actually going to tell you how to make a million dollars, but we are going to talk about some of the actions you could take that could help you do that. Um, so first of all, we want to talk just a little bit about something called the Merlin effect. You may have heard of it. Um, but in the legends of Merlin, they say that Merlin lived his life backwards, which is a kind of a crazy thing to even think about. Like, what does that mean to live your life backwards? Well, the legend says that, you know, when Merlin was born, quote unquote, that he was whatever age he was that he lived through and that he lived like backwards until he became an infant and then died unborn something like that I don't know it's kind of a crazy thing to even think about right because we know life doesn't work that way but the thing about setting goals is they kind of do work that way so if you're really clear about what it is that you want to create maybe it is make a million dollars maybe it is reverse that health condition you have maybe it is I don't know have an extraordinary relationship um Maybe it is have a relationship because you don't have one right now or end a relationship because the relationship you have isn't a good, healthy one. But when you start by looking at what is the end point I want to create and working backwards from there, it's actually easier to create goals and create games to achieve those goals. So hopefully that that makes sense. Um, And if it doesn't, don't worry about it. So one of the things... One of the things that um, when I was teaching college, I got to teach about a lot, which is really fun, was the whole world of SMART goals. Mm. And a lot of people have heard of those. They were kind of a buzzword for a while. Um, But what I found when I was teaching college classes, and I was teaching at the community college, so mostly younger students or people Mm. coming back to education after a long time, was they really struggled with it. And they struggled with it because because it's hard for people to incorporate all the elephants sorry (laughs) all the elephants it's hard for people to incorporate all of the elements of what goes into a smart goal 
So okay. SMART is actually an acronym. Okay. And it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timely. Now, for me, that doesn't seem like much, like I can get that whole world, right? But it was crazy to me how often my students would struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, if you look at each element individually, so let's start with specific. So if I say, okay, in 2020, I want to grow my business, Mm. right? So at the end of 2020, if I have one more client than I had at the beginning of 2020, technically I, I met that goal. I grew my business. Right. But that's not really what I meant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's actually, I actually want more than one client in no, that's 2020. So great. And because mostly we talk that way. I'm going to improve my health mm-hmm. or, uh, and I'm going to grow my business or I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be more successful. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to yes. have a better relationship. What yes. does all that mean? Right. Right. And I love, you know, lose weight is always one that I would use with my students quite often, right? Like, oh, well, I want to lose weight. Okay, well, in the, so my, my college students had to create a SMART goal for the semester or quarter, whatever we were in, and lose weight would come up a lot. And I would say, okay, great, you want to lose weight. So if from now until the end of the semester, you lost one ounce, would you be happy? Mm. Well, of course not, right? So we really want to be specific. So I'm going to save money. Great. How much money are you going to save? Mm-hmm. I'm going to grow my business. Awesome. How many more clients are you going to add? Mm. I'm going to improve my wellness. Well, what does that look like? Does it look like a measure of weight? Does it look like a measure of strength? Does it look like a measure of what you're eating? Right? Yeah. But, all of it. But really specific and clear. This exact, this exact thing is what I'm out to do. Yeah. Right? I'm just present to how many listeners probably got really uncomfortable. Uh, yes. That, right? Just like as human beings, we don't want to say, Yeah. no, I'm going to lose 15 pounds this year or right. whatever it is. I'm going to add this much to savings because I would assert it like gets our butt on the line for something. And it then does. And then what if we fail? What if we fail, right? Jen? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that too. All right. Um, but let's, let's stay here. So it's totally a fine if that's a little confronting for you. Just let it sit there, okay? All right. So the second element of a SMART goal is, is it measurable? So weight's an easy one. You want to add weight, like lose weight, super simple, get on a scale at the beginning, get it on the scale at the end, and probably a few times in the middle, and you will know. Money is an easy one. How much money's in the bank account now? How much money is at the bank account at the end? It's super easy to measure, right? It can tell you. You don't even have to balance your own checkbook anymore. You just log on to the bank on your computer or your phone even, and it'll tell you. Mm. It'll give you a measure. Other things could be harder to measure. So you said um, improve my wellness. Oh, better relationship. Yeah. Yes. How would you measure a better relationship? Right. It can be tough, but it might be something like how many dates did we go on? Mm. How many fights did we have? That would be a measure that you want to go down, not up, right? (laughs) Um, It could be, you know, how many times did my partner say I love you, Mm -hmm. right? And and that might sound like a weird thing to measure, but if you're not feeling like your partner says that and you want them to say that, you could actually, like, notice right now, okay, well, they never say they love me right now. Then you have the conversation, you create a game, and at the end of the game, your partner's saying, I love you one to two times a, ga- a day. Guess what? You can measure that. That's great. Right? Um, the third one is, is it attainable? So what that means, you could also think about it as, is it realistic? Yes. Right? I'm going to lose 100 pounds this month. 
is not realistic unless you have a major surgery planned. Mm. Um, I'm going to get married this week is probably not an attainable goal, especially if you don't even have a partner yet. Right. <laughs> right? I'm going to make a million dollars this year when last year you made 25000 It's not that that couldn't be attained. Yeah, it's not impossible. Right. But it's not probable. Exactly. Okay. And likely that's not a game you can win. Yeah. Now, to say I'm going to make $25,000 this year instead of twenty, that's probably playing too small. Mm -hmm. So you want to balance yourself there, too, and make sure that what you're reaching for is a big enough goal that it makes it worth actually going for, yeah. right? Um, next one, is it relevant? Is it relevant to your life? And that can look like a lot of different things. So if you say, well, I want to make a million dollars this year, and this kind of goes back to our intention, Why? Why do you want to make a million dollars? Well, because that would be good. Okay. Because so-and-so made a million dollars. Maybe, right? Yeah, exactly. I saw this other person do it or whatever. But really, is it relevant to you, mm. to your life, and to what you're up to? So that's, that's one that really nobody can answer except you, usually. Okay. I can tell you if it's specific. I can tell you if it's measurable. I can sometimes even tell you it's attainable. I can't really tell you if it's relevant unless mm. I know you well enough to yeah. know that, right? Okay. Um, and then the last one, super easy. Is it timely? In other words, when I say I want to grow my business this year, well, there's an end date to that because uh, this year's going to end, mm -hmm. right? I want to have X amount in sales this quarter. Well, this quarter's going to end. And when that we get to that date, we know what it is. So timely is really about saying from this point in time to this point in time, this is what I'm going to accomplish. Um, and so that's actually the easiest one. Okay, so, good. so it can be measured in time, form, and distance. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So super easy on the timely part. So again, just to review the five, is it specific? Is it measurable? Is there something I can measure to see if I've achieved it or not? Is it attainable? Like I said, kind of realistic. Is it relevant to my life? And have I set a timeline on it? Okay, great. And the acronym is SMART. Mm -hmm. SMART goals. SMART. And, you know, for my students in the college, we have the timely already set in because the semester will end. And not only the semester, but the day that their paper about their SMART goal was due, right, is already set in the calendar. And then it's just a matter of setting all those other things for yourself, right? Okay, great. So um, the next thing after creating a SMART goal is to start to map things out, right? So if I say, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'll use this example kind of for the rest of this podcast probably. But in 2019, I had a game, which we're going to talk about. Um, and a game is really just a plan. It's a, it's a creation. It's, and it's also has its own rules set up to it mm. to how to achieve that smart goal. Yeah. Right. Well, and what I love about when you use that word game is like it's, it automatically makes me feel like it's more fun. Right. Than just a goal. Yeah. Or even a smart goal. Yeah. It's a game. I like games. Yeah. And I like to win games, too. Yes, absolutely. And games are fun. That's right. Right? And games also have rules. They do. Yeah. I mean, there's no game that you can play that doesn't have no, a rule. you have to know whether you win or lose. Right. Right. So whether the game is hopscotch and the rule is you throw the thing into the square and you take that many jumps, right? Or whether the game is basketball and you put the, the basketball into the net to score the points and you don't punch your other people on the... T right? There's rules. Mm, things yeah. you can do I, and I not really do. I was excited to see what examples you were going to pull <laughs> from the sports <laughs> arena. That's great. Okay. I know. I'm such a sports yes. person, right? Um so anyway, uh, we start to map things out and create a game or several games to get to that goal. So if it's a big goal, like 
during the year 2020, you might have three or four games or maybe even more that you play along the way, right? Um, So I was starting to say last year I had a game to work out 300 times in 2019. Wow. And I don't know why I created that that way because it's been a while, right? At the time I knew and now looking back, I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking, but it seemed like fun to me. Mm-hmm. And um, and there were certain rules to the game. A workout had to be at least 20 minutes long. Okay. I had to sweat at least a little bit. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to remember what some of the other rules were. Well, I, actually, I'm not going to talk too much about some of them yet because they're going to go into our next thing. Right. But I mapped things out, right? I knew approximately how many rest days I could have per month and still do because 300 there's 365 days well it gives me 65 rest days had to figure that out um and i could start to work backwards like that merlin effect we talked about so when i got to december 31st 2019 which by the way was the day i did the 300th workout (laughs) um i i wasn't struggling in december to work out a hundred times because i had mapped it all back out okay starting in january 2019 just to make that clear when you talk about the Merlin effect working backwards and map out, you mean, so you started with, I have a game called, and I probably have some smart goal. I'm going to lose this much weight or I'm going to feel this way. Or, well, right, so the goal have. itself actually was the 300 workouts by that date, okay. by the end of the year, right? Is that specific? Yeah, yes. definitely, right? That's 300 workouts. And then, like I said, with the rules of at least 20 yes. minutes and, and sweating, measurable. I could sure definitely is. measure it. In fact, I got a jar and some rocks. And I had little rocks and big rocks. So every 10th rock was a big rock. So every mm-hmm. time I lost track, I could go back in and yeah. <laughs> count how many big rocks I had. Um, and I was, so that's how I measured it. Right. Was it attainable? Well, there's 365 days in a year. It's attainable to work out 300 times. If I'd said 600 times, Probably not. Right. Right. Um, Was it relevant to my life? Absolutely. I was having all kinds of health challenges and I wanted to feel stronger Mm. and I wanted to overcome some of those challenges. So definitely relevant and timely because I set that goal or that timeline, that end date. Right. Yeah. Yeah, One year to do it. Um, And so, yeah, part of the working backwards and mapping it out, like I said, was going, okay, I have this many rest rest days. How many do I need to do per quarter? How many do I need to do per month? Well, mm-hmm. that, how many times do I have to go to the gym each week, right? And it wasn't always the gym. Sometimes it was, you know, I was helping um, with a move, right? Mm-hmm. It was a workout. <laughs> it was a big yes. workout. There was a lot of physical exertion. There was a lot of sweating going on. And I counted that as my workout for the day, right? So it wasn't all about going to the gym 300 times. It was 300 days of exercise and movement, right? Um. So when we create a game, like you said, you know, once you say the word game, it starts to sound fun. Yes. Because games can be fun. fun. I like fun too. And just like you, I like to win. Yes. Right? So the question then would be, what does it take to win a game? Well, one, it has to be an attainable game. Like I said, 600 workouts in a year probably not attainable certainly not for me sure for somebody maybe for someone maybe I was in January of 2019 I was recovering from a hip sprain Mm. right and then during the year I also um sprained my uh upper ankle so an upper ankle sprain is way worse than a lower ankle sprain and I did that during the year and I broke my tailbone right so I had a lot of rest periods in there it would not have been attainable even if I even if I'd been in the shape to do 600 at the beginning of the year with all those injuries, I would not have been throughout the year. Right. Yeah. 
So what else does it take? So it's got to be something that's attainable and winnable. And then there's all these other elements we can start to add in. And the first one, and this one might feel a little scary for some of you, but the first one to add in if you really want to win your game is community. Yes, community. So what do we mean by that? Maybe that sounds weird. Okay, so I'm going to tell you. You actually are out to to win something, cause something, create something, achieve a goal. You want to tell as many people as possible about what you're up to and what you're out to cause and win or create. Yes. Yes. And I know this. So if I if I am up to if I say I'm up to something and then I catch myself not telling people about it, then I know there's something smells yeah. inside of right? <laughs> there's something I'm not being honest about because the surefire way, I'll tell you this, the surefire way to to lose any game is to keep what you're up to to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because why? Because we're just not reliable on our own to do these things. Yes. No, we're not going to not tell anybody that you're out to work out 300 times this year. Yeah. And then do it. And then at the end of the, and then at the end, reveal yourself <laughs> like, ta-da. Dun, ta-da-da. And look what I did. No, I'm going to guess you had people working out with you. You had people holding you accountable. You had yep. people you called when you didn't want to work out. You had people that you worked with when you had all your injuries. Absolutely. Right? Like you had a whole community around you. You had to have somebody who was set up to hand, like do childcare. You had to have this whole plan to win. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and assert that you couldn't have won without a whole community of people. There's no way, you. no way I could have won that. Yeah. So the very first thing I did when I created that game at the beginning of 2019 was I called one of my best friends. Thank you, Janae. I love you. Um, and I said, I've created this game. Here's what it is. Will you be the person that I can communicate with about it? So mm. she was my primary person mm. who knew exactly what my game was. I texted her all the rules that I'd created and all the parameters. She knew exactly what it was. Um, she also had taken on some stuff in exercise around her own life. So I knew that that was a world that she was really in at the moment. Right. Which is really smart guys. If you want to have people in your community, if you're out to, if you're out to achieve a goal in an area that you haven't known yourself reliable. Yeah. You want to surround yourself with people who are masterful in that area absolutely and they're like setting yourself up to win totally it's like all those books on business right you don't go to the person who's living on twenty thousand dollars a year for advice about how to make a million dollars that you're not going to get it that's right right and so that was the first thing i did was communicate with her and say can i text you every week and tell you how many workouts i've done and what's going on and everything and you know one of the things that was great was there was a point in one of my recoveries whichever one it was where she said you're pushing too hard And I wanted to fight with her and say, no, but I've got to get my 300 and, you know, whatever was there in my mind. And she was really the one who said, you need to back off everything you're doing. Just walk and count that as your exercise. And so I did, you know, for weeks, all I did was walk. And then, like you said, there's all the other people. There was my chiropractor who was helping with my recovery. There was you at the end of the year, you and I started going to the gym together, right? So there were so many people. There was my husband's support. There was on and there was the gym membership so many things that were people who were there to help me win the game yeah yeah so community is a big one so the second one is structure and tools so what are the actual and usually we're talking mostly physical things that you need to meet that goal and win that game Mm. so it might be your schedule 
right? So actually in your calendar. Yes. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to work out. Well, when, when are you going to work yes. out today? Okay. When today? Right. And I noticed really quickly, if it wasn't in my calendar, it probably didn't happen. Mm. And that's kind of like that, unfortunately it in really life. Is like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So a schedule is a big one, but there's other tools too. So I noticed in order to work out 300 times, I needed better shoes because my feet were hurting. Just from walking and working out, the, the shoes I had weren't working for my feet. I needed new shoes. Um, it might be creating time. It might be technology that you need. I didn't really need technology for that particular game. But, you know, this year we started this podcast. And I have a goal that we put out an episode every week. And we had some technology that we had to get together to make mm -hmm. that happen. And it doesn't necessarily mean what do you need to go buy, but what do you need access to? So we're recording this on equipment that I didn't pay any money for, right? But we have access to it. We're using it. Right. Um, so what other tools do you need? So like I said, actual physical tools to, to make, that, uh, make that game a reality and win and meet that goal. It might be food. That was the other example I thought of, right? So if I say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, you know, to eat healthy things three meals a day and I open my cupboard and all that's in there is cereal and Pop-Tarts. Well, guess what? I'm... That's what I have. Mm. So it might be going to the grocery store. It might be, I mean, there's so many things it could be, but really looking at what things do you need to set yourself up to win? Yeah, right. Like when I started working out with you and playing with you inside of your game, I, I had to, right away I had to confront in the world of structure and tools that I would need childcare. Yeah. So I had to add the childcare component to my gym membership. Right. And then put in my calendar when I was going to log in and schedule my kid to be in the kid care. Yes. Like that's part of the structure. And then there was a time or two I didn't do that. Right. And there was an impact, right? They weren't available or we had to wait or I walked in 30 minutes late, whatever there was, like that was part of the structure and part of the tools. Yep. So I had to look ahead at what am I going to need to address so I can actually do what I said I'm going to do. And yeah. for me, that was that. Now, for those of you who are like, oh, okay, great. So I can't actually do X, Y, Z until I have like the, the $300 pair of tennis shoes and the latest technology and the whatever <laughs> ear set and the yada right. yada. No. Does so not mean that. Yes. For yeah. those of you who wait until you have the best of whatever it is, equipment, something or whatever, before you can take any action. We're calling you out right now. That's not what we mean. Nope, not at all. Okay, that whole like realistic, attainable, timely. Okay, it applies to this piece <laughs> of the of the game too. Yes. So we do want you to have a structure. You do have to actually know when you're going to take the actions, and then take the actions when you said you would. If yeah. You're win the game, and you want to look ahead at what tools you're going to need to be successful. We don't mean. What's your wish list? And then you're going to just use right. that as a reason not to be in it. If action. I can get those things, then I'll do that, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, the pair of tennis shoes was not $300. It wasn't even close. Um, I think it was about 60 which I know even for some people, that's a huge stretch, right? But it could be getting on social media and saying, hey, guys, I need to exercise more, and I've created this game, and I want to work out, and I need a pair of shoes. Does anybody have a decent pair of running shoes in a size 8 that you're not really using that you'd be right. willing to gift to me that's great it's that community piece right again. exactly right it's funny how these things all work together mm -hmm. all right so let's say you've looked at your structure you've looked at your tools that you need and you're, you're really addressing those so we want to talk a little bit about um 
predicting what will probably get in your way. So once we create a game, you know, it's likely that we're not always going to be meeting every milestone, feeling great about it all the time, winning it all the time. Like I mentioned with my injuries over the year, there were times where the numbers were not quite meeting those targets anymore because they couldn't. I needed the rest. Mm. And um, I had to really look at like, what were the pitfalls for me? So, and I looked at these at the beginning of the year, what are the things that are likely going to get in my way? And at the time, one of them was, well, I'm still rehabbing this sprained hip. That might keep me from being able to exercise. I don't know. We'll have to see, right? That's great. And I, I love that you use the word pitfalls because they really are pitfalls. And, and here's the thing, guys. Most of your pitfalls are not surprises. Most <laughs> of your quote-unquote pitfalls are entirely predictable because why? they're the same things that stopped you for all the other goals and games that you've created yes. in your life. So, if, you know, if it if, – if so here's one I, I deal with. It's like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. So if I create a game and I said I'm going to do X, Y, Z on this date and yada, yada, and then I didn't do X when I said I would, then a pitfall for me would be like, I got to scrap the whole scrap thing. Scrap the whole thing. It's start ruined. over. It's yes. ruined now. I can't. I'm not going to win. I fit. Whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's mine. So now that's not a new conversation. No. That's something that I deal with every time I'm up to something. And that's just one example. So you could just, all you have to do to find out what are your pitfalls is look at what stopped you in the past. Right. And then we're just going to talk briefly about a few of those, right? So one of those are are these people who, what comes up for you is it's got to be perfect or you know, some sense maybe of this imposter syndrome or I'm not good enough or mm. it's not good enough or they're not good enough or who the hell do I think I am anyway? Right. I don't deserve that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Deserving. I bet we could do like a whole podcast about <laughs> being deserving. Maybe we we definitely could. Yeah. Okay. So that's another one. Another common one is, are these people who are lone wolves. I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm looking square and gen yes. eyes during this one. These are you people who try to do things on your own. Yeah. And while somehow you you cause these like superhuman feats totally. by yourself, it's yeah. so ridiculous, right? It's exhaust. There's a huge cost. Yeah. But it's exactly why when I created this game, I was so committed to winning it that I called Jenea and said, here's what I need. Because I knew that what I was likely to do was, like you said before, not talk about it all year long. And then either I'd fail and just throw it away and no one would know. Right. Then I don't look bad. Right. I don't look bad because no one even knew I was trying to do it. Mm -hmm. Or I would get to the end and I'd be like, hey, everybody, guess what? I did this thing. And they would all go, yay, and clap for me. And I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And it was, it took a lot for me to make that call, but I also knew that that would be a pitfall for me. Oh, that's so great. Okay. And then another pitfall are, are for those of us that have really unrealistic goals. So we're like, you, it's like that where, okay, so for the last 10 years, I've made 20 to 30,000 a year. Yes. And while I haven't started some new business and I'm just doing what I'm doing, I'm going to now make a million dollars. Right. Somehow. And this this leap without any sufficient structure or support or community around me. That would be another pitfall. Yeah. Right. And then, and then we just have these, the, the excuses. Yes. All of the excuses that come up while we're, while we're not winning our games. And that's just the, that's the last pitfall we're going to talk about today. And again, the the excuses that are going to come up for you and for me are probably the same excuses that have come up for you and me for the last however many years they have. 
or this idea inside of excuses of fault and blame. Well, it's not my fault. It's your fault or right. your fault or someone. I don't know. Shame. I don't know. Right. But there's yeah. this whole world of blame and fault and avoiding it. And that's a definite pitfall. Yep. And so if you can look at some of the pitfalls before you even start the game, you have an opportunity there to kind of not really bypass them, but at least set yourself up with some structures that will hopefully keep those pitfalls from taking you out of the game, right? That's right. So um, there's a couple more things. So what happens when you are failing? So when you are failing, you know, if you think about a sport, right, and you're um, playing basketball, since I use that one again, and you do push somebody. Let's say you do push somebody on the court. What happens? Well, the referee blows a whistle, and then the other team gets to throw a free throw, and they either make it or they don't, and then the game moves on. Mm. And if you think about that in terms of your own games and trying to meet the goals that you've created, that's actually really simple and clear. I wasn't playing by the rules, and we stopped, we acknowledged it, and we got back in the game. Mm. And you mean I don't just give up and scrap it? You could, and it's never going to get you mm-hmm. a win. Okay. Because you can foul a lot during a basketball game and still win the basketball game. You can still be the team at the end that has the most points, and therefore you win. But if you all just walk off the court because the one guy pushed another guy on the other team, well, guess what? Now the game's just over. Mm. And no one gets to win. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it that way, it can really be just that simple to say, I said I was going to work out 300 times. I didn't work out at all this week. Not for any reason, right? Not because I'm I'm rehabbing my tailbone that's broken, but just because I didn't want to and I didn't feel good or whatever. I could say, okay, I'm done. Or I can acknowledge with my person, mm-hmm. right? Hey, I didn't work out this week. I really need to get back in my game. And I'm going to do that starting Monday. And she would go, great. She's like the referee who blows the whistle and then goes, okay, mm. keep playing. Right? right? Play ball. Play ball. And then the very last thing is, so what happens when you win? Right? So every game that you create is going to have some rewards to it. Some of them are intrinsic, meaning they're internal. They're things that you're going to feel. Mm. Um, I, you know, my health was... Uh, obviously, you know, greatly impacted by working out 300 times. I lost 25 pounds last year and, um, you know, I, I had more energy because I was exercising more. I felt less stress because I was exercising more. Right. So all of those things that are really about you and your internal state, those are the intrinsic rewards. And sometimes we even need to give ourselves extrinsic rewards, meaning Mm. things that are outside of ourselves. So I promised myself that if I met my game, I won my game of my 300 workouts, that I would replace anything in my wardrobe that no longer fit. And guess what? I've been awesome. having a lot of fun with that. Yes. <laughs> it's been a really joy for me. Um, I just said to Jamie at the gym the other day, I need new workout shirts. All my workout shirts are all like stretched out and they're baggy and they're gross and I need new ones. Um, so that was a reward that I created for myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are things like, okay, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. And when I meet that goal, I'm going to buy myself a new car. That could be an extrinsic reward, right? So lots of different ways to create that. It doesn't have to be big things like a whole new wardrobe or a car. It can be little things like if I go this whole week without eating sugar, right, and I only make healthy choices eating this week, then on Saturday night I'm going to let myself have an ice cream. And I'm not talking about the world of scarcity and dieting. I'm talking about I want to do this thing to eat well, and I'm going to reward myself by letting myself have this treat that I really love. Yes. Right? 
So that kind of gives you the world of games, the world of goals and how they kind of work together. Um, we'd love to talk to you more about it. And if anybody has some really amazing game that you're playing right now, we'd love to know about it. So oh, feel, yeah. please feel free to email us, uh, message us on our website, whatever that is at third eye family solutions. And we'd love to hear you and be part of the community that's supporting you in it. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Some of the Answers. To learn more about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, log on to thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's third, T-H-I-R-D-I-E-Y-E, familysolutions.com. Some of the Answers podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. This podcast is the property of Third Eye Family Solutions, copyright 2020, and the music is owned fully by Gabe Schwartz. Join us next time for some of the answers.